that was that was the moment at which as i was thinking about it today i was like wait so was time going in reverse or was it just like when you're inverted it's opposite day you're listening to a rock candy podcast you have arrived at your destination like that chair how you like that seat it's not bad i like a little more lumbar support you know what i mean yeah no, i feel like i'm laying back i should be getting fed some grapes yeah i uh i hate that chair do you yeah <laughs> i can't believe you did however many months that we did yeah uh in it, that chair it's it forces you not to sit up straight yeah which right uh, yeah but i i like that personally uh-huh i i mean look at me i'm i'm sure I'm, yeah. I'm I'm leaning back yeah. with it. Sure. But I like having the option. Yeah. And that one specifically has a... It's a weird. Bit, it's, a, it's a bit of a, a scoop. Yes. So I need a... It makes you lean forward. Yeah. I like a nice 45 degree straight angle. That's sure. That's giving you a... Yeah. I don't know. A scoop. I don't know. Angle. It's a weird concave. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll tell you what I like about our podcast. Is okay. you Is you never know when it's going to drop. <laughs> <laughs> because i'm gonna release this i i even i don't know um yeah maybe tomorrow yeah it maybe could like, be tomorrow maybe like on a sunday yeah. so with most podcasts i feel like you get boring repetitious routine yeah this we nope. might who knows i don't it's know. like it's like uh what was that what was that q anon thing it's like q drops <laughs> come again <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter don't google it um did you watch any of that, any of that QAnon documentary? Uh, I didn't. It's scary. No. You should watch it. It's awful. Is it um, interesting? It's super interesting. It's only six parts, and it's HBO, so it's it's done pretty well. Is it as good as uh, Night Stalker? Uh, I don't... Kojak the Night Stalker? Is that his name? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't remember. <laughs> What's Night Stalker? I don't know. It's a Netflix documentary. Oh, it's like a it's true like crime. A, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Is it as good as Free Solo? I haven't seen Free Solo, but I've heard it's great. Yeah, so, that's I, yeah all it, it, I would say it's great. Yeah, um, it's <clears throat> it's like what the most interesting th- thing about Free Solo mm-hmm. is like the guy's a character in the sense that like yeah. he doesn't feel fear mm-hmm. yeah. and therefore his relationships with people suffer. Ooh. he doesn't know how to uh, yeah. do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's basically like I want to climb. I want to push myself. Yeah. Uh, wake up in the morning, eat your Wheaties, yeah. think about climbing. All day. Or climb. Or climb, yeah. Um, and, and that's isolating. And free soloing is like, you know... Yeah, no... You, you know that yeah. old Macintosh computer background of yeah. that big old rock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's large. Yes, it's big. That's what he climbs without a rope. Sure, with Just nothing. a big face of a rock Just a big with rock nothing. face, yeah. yeah. Um, and what I find most interesting about it, why are we talking about free solo? Because uh, we were talking about QAnon and you started comparing it to it. And then, but why were we talking about that? Uh, because Q drops are like our podcast. You never know when they're coming out. Yeah. And basically. you never know what you're going to get. You never know what you're going to get. And we're yeah. not talking about free solo today, but I'm going to talk no. about it for one more second. Uh huh. <laughs> so 
Um, yeah. I lost my train of thought. Well, uh, free well, solo. The thing about a free soloer, especially yeah. somebody like this guy who's just uh-huh. like, you know, free solo or die, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Free solo or bust. Yeah. Um, he will probably die from it. Mm-hmm. It's like the probability likely, right? of your death will be that. Yeah. But yeah. he's not afraid of that. He's it's fine like, with that. Yeah, that's okay. Right. He's like, well, the other option is not free soloing. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. Is not, and that's worse. Yeah, yeah, that's worse. And you still die at the end of it. It's just yeah. not from free solo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But that Fair moment. Enough. But then I try to put, put myself in his head. The moment where you you make that that uh-huh. grip. Yeah. And you just just a Ooh, just a little nope, slide, nope. and then it's just like a nope. free fall, right? Yeah, yeah. And then like, and that's it. And well, hopefully that's it. <laughs> yeah, hopefully <laughs> you want to die if you if yeah. you've fallen like that. Uh, this is a common creatives podcast. I'm Will. That's Joe, and we're in the same room. I didn't mention that yet. Um, I wonder if people could. T- well, the chair thing. The chair. They thing. don't know. They don't know. We use video when we do remote stuff. Yeah. So you might have seen that. Can you tell? Yeah. Can I, you tell? Can you tell? Write in and let us know if yeah. you can tell. Could you have uh, told? <laughs> Could you have told? Um. Yeah. So anyway, you never know. We've 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 been off a couple weeks. We've been on a couple weeks. We're here and there. We're yeah. doing. We're do, we're busy boys. Leave us alone about I, it. You know what I'd call it? What's that? A busy spell. It's a busy spell. There's yeah. seasons, man. Yeah. There's seasons to life. But um, if you want to uh, yeah. sponsor this uh, show, <laughs> uh, we'll get on schedule. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Pay us. We're not. Uh, come on. Uh, we don't even have we don't have Patreon we don't have anything we don't do anything no, like that it's um, fine yeah I feel good about it um, yeah. you're gonna get what you pay for <laughs> with this podcast sucks to suck it sucks to suck everybody uh, no but it's it's fun to be back and it's fun to be back in person uh, we had the realization you had the realization uh, I don't remember when probably late last year mm-hmm. that we hit a point at which we were a remote podcast more. Longer for a longer than, time yeah. than we were in person. I didn't like that at all. So no, that was weird. We're both vaxxed up and yeah. ready to go. Um, vaxxed, vaxxed and relaxed. And Is relaxed. That the- <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not super relaxed. No, no. But I'm relaxed uh, enough. Relaxed to, about to sit, to sit in the. I'm relaxed about that at this point. Yeah. Um, but not in general. Like, yeah. No, generally, <laughs> generally I'm a nervous not. person. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Some vaccines not going to do that. Um. Anyway, so we we did something different this time a little bit in that, and we were going to do it even more different than we might in the future, but basically what we did, people can see we're talking about Tenet. Yeah. Um, so we were thinking about watching the film. Uh, we were going to talk about a movie. We we're going to watch this film, which neither of us had seen, and then pod right after. Did, we didn't end up doing that because the movie went later, and yeah. so we were just like, let's do it the next day. So we're doing it today. Um, but we might do that in that... Uh, I'm glad we didn't for this because I needed to collect my thoughts a little bit. 100%. Um, yeah. But I think that could be fun in the future if we're talking about a movie. Like, yeah. watch yeah. a movie, talk about it immediately. That could be fun. Yeah, and for me, <clears throat> like, I, I feel like I just I need to read up anyway. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, I feel like I would need to read up without spoilers of watching a movie. Or if we're going to sure. watch a movie that yeah, yeah. maybe we'd both seen before. Yeah, yeah, exactly. As a refresher or something. Anyway, so... Today we're talking about Tenet, and we'll probably use that. That's the newest film from Chris Nolan, and we'll probably use that to talk about Chris Nolan or vice yeah. versa. Yeah, we haven't had a Nolan um, episode. No, um, and this can be interesting. I mean, this is an this. I feel like this episode will be different than if we had done a Chris Nolan episode. Yeah, uh, definitely. So, h- how do you want to start? You want to start with Chris Nolan, or you want to yeah. jump right into Tenet? What's what? What's uh, 
What's your what's your uh, let's, what's your let, druthers? Let's let's start with Chris Nolan. Okay. Um, yeah. Did you read up on him at all? Not not Nolan. No, I only read about the yeah. film. I have impressions of Nolan, but I don't have a lot of facts about yeah. him. So, right now, so yeah, he's a filmmaker, obviously, obviously. a writer, director, producer. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Has written and directed many films. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think his wife's his uh, producing partner. What's her name? Do you remember? Debra? Debra sounds right, but I I'm think? not sure that that's um, true. Yeah. Uh, which sounds like a, a, a fun collaboration. I, sure. I, you see that a lot. Like uh, mm-hmm. Zack Snyder's Zach wife Snyder. is his pr- producing partner. Yes. Um, so, yeah, it's those two. Sure. <laughs> so, you see that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, because. Was, uh, uh, I wanted to say John Carpenter, but Deborah Hill was not, they were not partners, right? No. They were just, yeah, professional. No. Yeah. Anyway, so um, yeah, those two. Yeah, uh, yeah so that's... <laughs> um, yeah. He, uh, Nolan's known for uh, his... his uh, he's, not, he's not like Shyamalan level of like twists per se. Right, yeah. Uh, it's more so interesting, complex, high concepts. Yes. If that makes sense. Yes, and he's also known for... And part of this is just, the, I think, the budgets that he's been able to secure. But he's also known as sort of elevating the action blockbuster type thing right where you have this sort of high concept but it's accessible enough to be like a tentpole blockbuster yeah you know he's like Uh, uh uh it's like it's it's so the 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 fellows who love nolan can say well he's like an art house director though (laughs) when you're going to see like (laughs) you know yeah yeah sure sure ac just kicked on i'm gonna kick it off and he's probably one of those people that uh I would guess that a bunch of people in film school probably were drooling over five yeah. to ten years ago and yeah. now might be thinking he's a little past, like, sure. I, I'm curious if he's still the guy, you know? Yeah, uh, no, he's not still the guy. He, yeah, sure. I wouldn't I wouldn't think so, but. Um, so, yeah, uh, that, uh, so I, I, w- I would say that um, my introduction to Christopher Nolan yeah. um, as a filmmaker Mm-hmm was probably Batman. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I feel like I'd seen a Christopher Nolan... I, I Like, I didn't watch Memento until after Batman. Oh, is that Batman right? Batman Begins. Oh, wow. Which okay. that was, like, high school, uh, like, right after 2005. Yes, that's true. Five or six. I don't think I saw Memento until after that. Really? I don't think I, so. I think I saw it before that, but I might be wrong. Okay. Um, but... Anyway, yeah. So, so yeah, Memento was like his 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 first like wacky what? Yeah, you know. Yeah, and he had one before that called a feature called Following. Um, yeah, and I watched that a long time. That was ago. like was his a- film school type. Okay, movie. I it was think. pretty good though. Like it was black and white. I remember. Yeah liking it i mean it wasn't him at the height of his powers or anything but yeah um i remember thinking um or i remember him talking about uh the reason he shot it in black and white was budgetary yeah because in black and white you don't have to hire a colorist necessarily sure and um you can you can light it uh with uh hard contrast from windows yeah Mm-hmm. So he would just put all of his scenes up against the window uh-huh. and have that nice Rembrandt soft lighting. Yeah. And in black and white looks great. Yeah, so yeah, that's, for sure. Yeah. And I want to say it also had sort of, and this is a theme that kind of tracks through some of his stuff, it had kind of a noir, sort of a film noir feeling. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know that that was just because of the high contrast, but that definitely played into it. But it was it was some sort of, he also has that uh, recurring, and sometimes he gets some criticism for it, right? He has a lot of like sort of, 
halfway machismo kind of white dude leads. Yeah. Um, and I don't mean like Zack Snyder masculine sort of dude, but like quiet but also badass or something. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like Nolan, um, he he's uh he's really into um genre yeah um he's really into um classic genre mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um like you, like you mentioned noir yep um action but flipping it on its head uh-huh. war um, war films so um, yeah i mean you know like the interstellar the, was kind of a 2001 homage or yeah, nod or whatever exactly, exactly that kind of stuff yeah um yeah and i didn't see dunkirk i think i yeah. think that's the only one of his sort of big recent ones that i yeah. didn't see um okay. yeah i but, saw it yeah yeah let's see yeah so memento came out in 2000 so maybe i did see it beforehand yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I just feel like i saw that before yeah that i don't remember thinking in 2005 as like a memento guys getting batman or whatever yeah yeah mm-hmm. um yeah. and i've yeah I f- memento feels like that type of movie where like oh who's this guy when yeah you- but at the same time like i wasn't like who's richard kelly when i watched donnie darko the first true. time so, true very true you know, as a kid you don't yeah uh, probably most people don't think yeah that way. at that point in time especially with us we were probably thinking more about the movie itself than like tracking the people who sure. were responsible for it yeah um but yeah, anyway, I, I don't know. What else we got about Christopher Nolan, like just as a as a person? Do you have any, are there any factoids we need to cover um, he, that you can think of? He co-writes with his brother a lot, Jonathan That's right. Nolan. That's right. And um, Jonathan Nolan is great in his own right. Yeah. Um, well, he created the Westworld, Westworld uh, TV series. TV series. And he also wrote the short story that Memento was based on. Yeah, um, and he was he was credited as one of the main screenwriters. Oh, okay. As well, so. I didn't remember that he yeah. wrote some of the script, but... Um, that short story was incredible. Um, I didn't read it. Really? It's mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's great. I think you can find it. I want to say I listened to it like an audio version of it because it's all internal monologue, basically. The entire story is sort of first-person internal mo- monologue from the main character. And it's, it's weird how good it is in comparison to how different it is from the film. Like, the film is not just a straight adaptation. It's like they are two very different but also very good pieces of art. It's sort of, you know, it's like Stephen King shining and Kubrick shining. They're totally different pieces. Um, But anyway, so yeah, Jonathan Nolan's excellent as well. Um, Um, So yeah, I mean, I think those are the main, main things. He, mm -hmm. he was, uh, he was, uh, accredited in, uh, developing the story for man of steel. That's right. Yeah. So that's, and he had a producer role there, right? Yeah. Well, he, he, Um, he's, got a producer role on the, like the justice league movies oh, he's yeah, like true you know, true but you know he he, he just it watches mean. it at the end you know <laughs> yeah um, um and so he he really i guess he came memento was big but then his of course biggest 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 thing was the batman movies yeah um and he sort of single-handedly kind of gave dc hits that they i don't know that they would have had hits other than those yeah um really So he kind of single-handedly does that. And I want to say it's around that time. It's some of the films that he makes in between the Batman movies that really sort of cement him as like somebody to watch, right? So you have like The Prestige, yep, um, which was an incredible movie. And uh, uh, is also one of, 
other than the Batman movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even even still though, the Batman movies were just IP. They were yeah. they were not uh, mm-hmm. adaptations. The yeah. Prestige is the only adaptation he did. Oh, which I didn't was, realize it was that. a novel. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but gotcha. he, you know, I'm sure I don't know much about the no- novel, but um, yeah, I remember watching the Prestige. Yeah. At a young age, yeah. and thinking, wow, this is a really uh, complex plot but also emotionally complex yes mm-hmm. movie and i'm really intrigued by it and yeah. not realizing until later that oh the batman guy did that yeah, yeah 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 so yeah and i guess it's important to say i don't know who cares who doesn't but we'll spoil anything we talk about potentially yeah. so all, all christopher nolan spoilers um so yeah prestige what else did he do between inception, inception was, the, was the i other think one. the big yeah. one um, so it was like batman begins prestige dark knight inception i think so dark knight rises yeah. Yeah. Um and and I I would I would say that you know Batman probably gave him those opportunities obviously mm-hmm. but I think Nolan is such a champion for high budget original yeah. screenplays. Yeah. Um that we just don't get a lot of that anymore. That's true. And um you know yeah. he, I think it's very uh commendable. It's it's really impressive. Yeah. That he got a movie like Tenet made. It is. For yeah. $200 million. Okay, I was wondering what the budget was. I yeah. didn't look it up. I assumed it was a couple hundred million at least. So that yeah. that sounds about right. Um, yeah, and so post-Batman, he does um, he does what? Interstellar. Yeah. Right? Yeah, 2014. Okay. Was, we, there any, was there anything between the Batmans and Interstellar? That was the next one, right? I think so. Interstellar. Okay. And I didn't look up the reviews on it, but I it seems like I remember it getting sort of mixed reviews. Interstellar was um, polarizing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he does that. Then he does Dunkirk. Was there anything else between that? Mm. Or is it just Dunkirk and then Tenet? And yeah, that's it. I think that's it. Okay, gotcha. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and so I think post-Batman, his movies have been kind of polarizing like i don't know about dunkirk it might have gotten um yeah uh, i I think dunkirk had overall good mm -hmm. reviews yeah um i guess but i remember leaving and thinking it had some great moments and elements but and and this is i also think this is just such a big thing with me and nolan when it's just nolan on the on Uh the keyboard yes um yes it, it it started to lean more into well, this happens. Yes, and then but this guy's flying this plane, but he's flying it a little bit earlier. Yeah, and then these people do this. Yeah, and then this happens, and then and then this is how it ends. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. okay, who are these people? Uh-huh. Um, Dunkirk less so than Tenet. Okay, so yeah, Dun- yeah, yeah, Dunkirk, yeah. <clears throat> but Dunkirk relies on the emotional state you're in as an 18 year old in a war. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or yeah, however yeah. old yeah. The, they seemed young. Mm-hmm. Um, so sure. it, that's emotionally charged anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I find that when he co-writes with his brother, mm-hmm. um, it's got all those elements, but his brother pushes him hard into character and emotion. Yes. yes. So Inter- interstellar and we're going to get the tenant interstellar. Yeah. I cried like a baby in the theater. Okay, um, which Wait, we watched together. I th- yeah, yeah, that we sounds went, right. Yeah, we went to. And what was the uh, hit me with a punchline of Interstellar again? I vaguely remember yeah. it, but I don't um, know that I've watched it since the theater. Honestly. Okay. Um, so, uh, guy. Yeah. Uh, McConaughey. Country boy gets yeah. um, you know, hollered at for a mission. Yeah. And uh, yeah. 
very large stakes. Mm -hmm. uh, his daughter screams at him to go and that's right. or not to go, and she's just so mad. And then she misses her chance to really say goodbye because oh, he's that's like, right. <clears throat> "Got to keep it together. He's got to do this thing for himself and his, yep. for, for his family." Yeah, he goes, and they're on this inner and and just visually, this movie is just so it's it's it makes my palms sweat yeah this idea of this these huge yeah expansive it's that same sort of, feeling yeah. of like yeah floating in the ocean and wondering what's underneath mm, you it's this mm -hmm. murky like yeah. oh it's too big it's too big like yeah. the idea of jupiter and approaching it yes by myself yes is terrifying of course yeah, it's yeah, yeah. utterly terrifying to me yep um i i think about like hey that's, okay. that's it's lovecraft but keep going sure sure <laughs> yeah. yeah um and so they go on their first mission. They're basically, you know, it's a, it's a thing where they're 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 looking for some people who had already gone out at one point, yeah, that's but they're right. also looking for a habitable place to right. to live because Earth is crashing and burning, yeah. basically. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So they they go down on this one planet, and mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, they're there for just a matter of minutes. Yeah. But a minute is like X amount of years, years or something. Yeah. Um, due to relativity, and that's like real science. Um, yeah. And when they come back up, they left one guy uh -huh. on the ship. Yeah. And I don't remember his name. I haven't seen this movie in years. And he's, and he's, and he's, he's, he's like gone through all their food almost. Yes. And he's like gr gray hair now. And he's like, right. I've been up here alone for tw yeah. 20 years and or it's whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, And, and he, do he does that. He pulls that off well, right? It's really affecting. It's really, it, like, it's, oh, God. It's, the, it's this, <laughs> I, it's like a, it's, yeah. no one's thing is high concept. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what if. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You had a mission yeah. and you had to go down for three minutes and you came back and, and it was, you lost yeah, all exactly. these years. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes over to sit to view his, uh, uh, video messages right. that have been sent to him. Right. And he sees one of his kids oh, and it's really right. emotional. And then he sees one of his son and then his son's older now. Yeah. And then he sees one of his, as his daughter as a He's grown missed. woman. Yeah. And she's just letting him have it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you left it's like, and blah, blah, blah. You know, yeah. the, the idea that, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's just so heavy. You don't know so that you're sad. about to lose all of that. For yeah. going down there for twenty minutes, and you lost your entire, you yeah. know, um, you were already far away from your family, and yeah. now you're farther in time from them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what it, what Interstellar really, you know, and and some of you know the, some of the plot, it's like mm -hmm. it's it's it got ripped apart for yeah. some of, some of the okay, so like he's in a multi-dimensional thing, but it's still three-dimensional, and uh -huh. why is he? floating inside of his daughter's like yes. bookcase and like right, right, it's, right. it's it's all kind of yeah you know but i would argue that it's so emotionally charged right. um and so emotionally strong that uh -huh. like it's fine mm -hmm. it's like well he goes from here to it's it's about yeah. the emotion it, is the point not the, the point of the movie the is yeah. his the father and daughter relationship sure and the fact that his daughter goes on to basically like save mankind and he has some sort of thing where he gets to communicate with her through he's he is the ghost in her bookshelf or whatever yeah. something like this but then eventually um, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he he comes home yeah and she's on her deathbed oh that's right yeah he meets and she's, her she's as an, an old, old woman, woman. That's and right. he comes up to her and they talk mm -hmm. and then she's like you, I'm, you know, I, I knew you'd find me eventually. It's fine, whatever, whatever. Right, right, right. And then she's like, <laughs> "Okay, now go live your life." Sure, yeah. 
I'm going to s- sit here and die with my family. I'm going to die. And yeah. she's surrounded by all her loved ones. Yeah. And he's not one of and them. And it's not him. He's got, she's got like, she's yeah, got that's, kids yeah, right. who have kids who that's have right. kids. It's like, yeah. it was so heartbreaking. Yeah, that's harsh. You know? Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and, and I'm thinking about it right now and it yeah. feels really manipulative. Sure. Um, of course. And manipulative to a, a, an extent that I haven't watched it again. <laughs> sure. Yeah, but yeah. it's... But he, he pulls it off. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it doesn't it doesn't feel cheap. Otherwise, it wouldn't really get you. Yeah. Um, it doesn't feel like he's just doing that. But, okay, so uh, let's get to Tenet then. Yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> Tenet, the story for Tenet is he's making it before the pandemic. Correct me if any of this is wrong. He's making it before the pandemic. It's scheduled to come out in 2020. Theaters, normal release, whatever, IMAX, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, pandemic happens. Theaters close. And when did it come out? Like June or something of 2020? Yeah. Something like that. Because I think so. Because the controversial thing from Nolan was that he fought to get it into actual theaters. And he got it into And theaters. he got it into theaters. And he said, he said, you know, yeah, no way in hell that I'm letting this yeah. go to VOD. Go to because, VOD. Yeah. And after watching it last night, and I've got a decent sound system yeah. and projector. Yeah. I understand. I get it. I st- Sure. Because yeah. because, he, because he understands that's part of the experience. Yes. Because just watching the movie on your phone... Yeah, it's not the same. This one does Like, no. many movies would work that way. Sure. This one's not going to work that way. It's very true. Um, but he did get some heat over that, right? <laughs> over, yeah. like, maybe don't lure people into a... You yeah. know, he, he 100% did. Like, yeah. they, you know, they, they spent $200 million on the movie. Mm-hmm. Only God knows the marketing budget. Sure. They don't always release that. Yeah, it yeah, makes yeah. like three hundred something million. Okay, um, mm-hmm. and I guarantee you, there's a pretty decent loss. loss. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, um, and then the the, the funny part is, is then you know HBO Max is like or HBO, they're like, okay, well we have X amount of big movies coming out, uh-huh. and we're going to try something. We're going to release yeah. our those movies. Uh, day and date, which means that we're going to put it on HBO Max, and if theaters are open, they'll go in there too. But mm-hmm. you'll just have it. Yeah, you know, you just got when it. it when it and they did that out. with Wonder Woman eighty four, Justice League, Justice Zack League, Snyder's Ju- yeah. Justice League. I don't even know that went to theaters, right? That was just HBO Max, I think. I don't think. That oh was yeah, a maybe so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, they're going to do it with Dune. Well, and, uh, Mortal and Kombat. Warner Brothers decided to do that with all of their twenty twenty and maybe twenty twenty one releases, something yeah. like that. Like yep. that's how they're doing it now. Um, but you know, he, yeah. and he, uh, Nolan said, um, first of all, HBO max is the worst streaming service. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. He said it oh in an interview, God. Just, just really okay. dogging it, sure. uh, saying they were basically going to ruin the, the industry, blah, Excellent. blah, blah. Excellent. And then, uh, and then they, then HBO max gets the streaming rights for tenant. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, so, and, 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 yeah. and, and this this is a big thing right now because I experienced this with the crash of the music industry because I was still touring at that time. Yeah, um, Spotify is the music industry mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, you have different bands with lots of uh, loyal mm-hmm. Patreon uh, mm-hmm. subscribers or whatever, right? Yeah, a lot of bands make money that way, but yep. you're not making money unless you're Justin Bieber off the radio. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, that's free now. The movie industry is we're in we're in the similar growing pains yeah. because a movie, regardless of how expensive it is and how hard it is to make and what stars are in it, mm-hmm. 
you can't touch it. Yep. And exactly, people are just going to say, um, "Ah, this is I, I. I should have I. You know, I. I'll, I'm just going to download." Exactly. It. It's information. Yeah. And we are at the point in all media where any sort of intangible information um, is just ever. It's just going. You can't protect it. It's going yeah. to be everywhere. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah. Yeah. So, so right now, um, they're realizing that, uh, these huge IPs are only in Hollywood are the only things that are drawing people to the theaters. And I'm not, I'm not sure why that is. I think Nolan felt like, again, this high concept idea of what if this and this though, and and it's intriguing. Sure. Um, even though he didn't really even say what the... You know, you just had you had to guess because of the name that it's a palindrome that I has know. something to do with time. It's like I know. Um, yes. Okay. So let's let's give folks who haven't seen Tenet and want to stick in there, give them a little bit of background on this movie. It's sort of a James Bond style spy thriller, um, but it has the Nolan sort of twist or stamp of what's the hook? The hook is there are things that can go backward. In time. Yeah. Here, here, I, I copied okay. and pasted. The synopsis. Uh, yeah. A secret agent is given a single word as his weapon and sent to prevent the onset of World War Three. Mm-hmm. He must travel through time and bend the laws of nature in order to be successful in his mission. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> so essentially, um, you know, this guy just, th- there's a big set piece in an opera house. Yeah. This guy uh, experiences something really weird with a bullet bullet going, going backwards. backwards. Mm-hmm. Um, he's then uh, kidnapped and, and yep. takes a cyanide pill, but it wasn't a cyanide sure, pill. Yeah. And then he wakes up and says, "Hey, you're you're on a new yep. mission. New mission. The word is tenet, and uh, yes, your only key to this mission is tenet. It's to stop World War Three. It's not nuclear. It's worse than that." Yeah. Um. And it turns out that World War Three is going to be started between the present and the future. Yeah. And uh, because we know that there is an arms dealer who is sending bullets back in time that travel backward through time. Yeah. So these bullets are like, for example, already there's a scene at the shooting at a shooting range where he is standing in front of a wall that already has a bunch of holes in it, and then bullets fly out of the wall and back into his gun. Yeah. Right. So these bullets are traveling backward in time, yeah. uh, even as he is traveling forward in time. And so yeah, and I think the idea <clears throat> is that the future understands that the past is going to ruin the planet yes uh yeah climate change yeah. all of the all of this stuff so the future thinks that if they go back and stop the past yeah um that it'll change something that'll change something yeah. and that like the paradox of well if the past yeah. didn't exist the future wouldn't exist yes it you know they they talk i guess it's kind of hard to follow the movie but they talk a lot yeah. about how um uh, how uh, I don't know, maybe like pretentious or something. The future people are, yeah, something, something that along like those lines. they just don't think that applies to them or something. Yeah, it, well, they talk a lot about the grandfather paradox, which is sort of the, it's one of the like pop science or pop time travel yeah. paradoxes where if you could travel back in time and murder your grandfather, how does that work? How do you exist? How do you exist? To even have done that, blah blah blah. Um. And so they talk about that, and then they say something. There's a couple throwaway lines about like people in the future. I guess they don't think 
that that's going to be a problem for them, right? Yeah. Uh, they're going to kill all their grandfathers, basically. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, they don't think that'll be a problem. Um, so, okay. my I, I told you yesterday I had a take on this movie before I read anything about it. Yeah. Um, and I think my take on this movie before I read anything about it was... I just don't think it's very good. <laughs> like, yeah. And this is not a hot take. A lot of people said this about yeah. this movie. But I really don't think this movie is very good. And um, I, I came across, I read some some reviews of it. I read some analysis of it, stuff like that. And one of the best things that I found said something to the effect of like, you might second guess yourself because it's Christopher Nolan. You might sure. think that... I guess I just don't get it, or I guess I'm missing something or something like that. And they were like, yeah. you don't have to second guess yourself. It's just not very good. <laughs> and so yeah. I was like, you know, I kind of think that's the case. It doesn't mean yeah. it's not interesting. We're doing an so, episode on it. Yeah. It's so, worth talking about. I, I think it's important to say you just don't think it's very good as a narrative movie. Um, Or is it not? Well... So I don't think it's very good as a narrative movie, but that leads me to the question of I'm not sure what I would think it's good as. Do you, you know do, what I mean? Do you like riddles? Do you like mm. puzzles? Eh, like I I understand that. So wh- okay, so what this movie made me think of, and I might have said this last night too. What one thing that this movie made me think of was like if someone wanted to make Primer. Um, yeah. but they wanted to make it as a tentpole. And it's sort of yeah. like, you really can't have both of those things. Yeah. Um, he, he is expecting far too much of the audience in this case. Um, yeah. and, and I think the thing is, uh, to your question, I like riddles, but if you want me to do the work of solving a riddle, you need to give me reason to. Exactly. You know? Yeah, I agree. Um, anybody can make up, and this was, I was talking to Chris about this this morning, anybody can make up like a time travel metaphysics. Yeah. Um, that's cool, but like, that's nothing. Anyone can do it, and uh, unless you give me a story that makes me want to understand what's going on, I'm not gonna want to invest that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. Um, so yeah, it read to me as almost like a. I watched this YouTube show that I'm sure people have heard of called uh, Best of the Worst. Yeah. With it's a red letter media thing where they watch bad movies, obviously, and it reminded me of something like that. It reminded me if you threw two hundred million dollars at a best of the worst idea with a competent filmmaker, but you kept the story from a best yeah. of the worst movie, you know? Yeah. Um, that was kind of what it reminded me of. There are some, it, one thing that it really highlighted for me was what a talented visual director Nolan is. Yeah. I knew it already, but like, especially that opening scene in the opera house, yeah. he there, he's building tension so effectively. Yeah. Some of those shots are just gorgeous. There's no effects or anything like that. It's just capturing things in a in the yeah, right way. It's like a right professional way. photographer. It's just incredible. Um, so it highlighted that for me. But anyway, yeah. that's that's a that's a fire yeah. hydrant of or so, fire hose of thoughts. So, um, so you know, as yeah. and I'm sure many of the listeners who have stuck with us know, I'm yeah. a character guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care about plot for the uh-huh. most part, right? Yeah. I mean, you have to have both, right? Sure. So when I say don't care about plot, I just mean that. I just find caring about characters way more interesting yeah. than what happens. And if one of them is lacking and you're still hanging in there, it's probably plot that's lacking and not character. Yeah. If character lacks, you're less likely to hang with it or yes. like it or whatever. Um, yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> my my first thought, um, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Dodge. Um, my first thought about this movie after initially watching it was, 
who's this guy? Who's that guy? Who's yes. she? And why do I care? Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I did not care. Uh huh. Um, I felt the protagonist um, just as a performance, and mm-hmm. I felt that Rob Pattinson's performance was really interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was fun to see him play like kind just, of a joyous kind of that's true likable character. Yeah. Um, and I think because of the actors, I liked those characters. I yeah. guess. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. And Brano was good. He was sort of a classic yeah. Bond villain style. Yeah, for sure. Um, so my initial thoughts are, okay. Uh, yeah. I I guess that was neat. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah. But I, I don't yeah. care about these people. Yeah. <clears throat> um, the more I thought about it, the more I thought, but I do kind of want to watch that again. Uh-huh. Because... Um, I couldn't have made it. I couldn't have made that movie. Sure, I don't have the skill set or brain. Not vis- just like yeah, like just the sort of puzzle mindset. The, the puzzle, mm-hmm. the the technicality of yeah. how things work together. Yeah, is so interesting that sure. I feel like you could f- be rewarded in upon multiple watches yeah that makes sense um mm-hmm. so in that sense i'm in i'm more intrigued by it today than i was when we finished it yesterday that's, that's interesting and the yeah. other part of that is and this is uh this is like uh wait hold on let me read you this sure um, this this really quick quote yeah. Yeah, yeah uh this was it feels like a film crafted for youtube explainer video culture yes um, i came across that quote yeah. too that's really fun um so yeah. Until I started re- watching some YouTube video explainer <laughs> culture videos, yeah. Yeah. I never once considered who Robert Pattinson's character was. Okay. And how he fit yeah. in. Yeah. And why they put so much emphasis on, uh, I don't remember the, the woman's name, which I thought she was yeah. pretty stellar too. I don't. She, really, she was good. I didn't like that character much, but yeah. anyway. Yeah. Nonetheless. Um, <clears throat> So, and why they were, so my first thought was, okay, so Nolan has been, to, someone, he wrote the script himself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his brother didn't touch this one, obviously. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty clear. Um, and I feel like his brother or somebody probably gave him some notes like, this is neat, man, but mm-hmm. you need something that, yeah. that you, so you got to root for something. Yeah. So they, they, they kind of shoe. It felt like they shoehorned in this B story yeah. of a mother and a son. Yes, and the protagonist is just really a good guy. Sure, he's super good guy, and he's yeah. got to save this woman and her and uh-huh. her son. Yeah, which just felt like, who is this guy, and why? Did, why here? Well, and here's the thing, right? It's they not. S- they set it up with him yeah. him saving the people in the opera at the beginning. Right. Yeah. Sure. He's a good guy. But at the same time, <clears throat> in terms of so, for those who haven't seen the movie, the main uh, woman character is married to the sociopathic villain character, and it's a terrible, abusive relationship. Blah blah blah. He will not let her uh, divorce him or leave, or else she can't see her son again. Whatever. He's super powerful. Whatever. Yeah. Um. So anyway, the protagonist, who what was his name? Uh, something Washington, right? Um. Yeah. He he, he was, was very great. He was he was very good. Um, I wish this movie was better for him i know i wish this movie was better for every actor in there yeah. uh because i thought robert the act- pattinson's fine well no he's doing he's, 
yeah. good. But this was um uh the the lead guy, the protagonist, who actually John David Washington. John David Washington. He actually doesn't have a name in the film. He is just the protagonist. Yeah. Um, but he was in. Correct me if I'm wrong. Black Klansman. Uh. Uh, yep. Was yep, that yep. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He that was, is him. Yes. He was wow. cool as hell in that movie. I did it, not piece that together because yeah, he looked so different in that movie. He's in this, and so is the guy who was in uh, Yesterday, the movie about and again, the Beatles he disappear. Looks so different he looks He looks completely this. different, but he's great in it, too. Um, and, and so, like, lots of performances that I enjoyed watching. And beyond that, you know, the... the <laughs> <laughs> the budget showed up on camera, not just in terms of uh, the obvious special effects with things moving backward and whatnot, but also in terms of like, and this almost read to me as like almost a problem for the movie. It was like, it was about too sexy by half a little bit. You know what I mean? It yeah. was like, this is, so, it almost became a parody of like sexy James Bond type stuff. Because yeah. Washington, whatever his name is, he's like super hot, super cool suits. Yeah, just, just dapper as some, hell. Some just, one-liners and stuff. Yes, in there. exactly. Just the coolest motherfucker yeah. you could ever think of. <coughs> and and so is Pattinson. You know, he's really cool. Whatever. And some of that red is almost parody to me a little bit. Yeah, you know. And, but it, and but maybe it, it was supposed to. It's, but well, it, it's probably Nolan yeah. saying like. Yeah, I want to do James Bond, right. but but yeah, my way, which is yeah. super convoluted. <laughs> yeah, uh, things going backward in high time. concept. Yeah. Um. So it wasn't until I started watching these videos that I ever yeah. considered who Robert Pattinson's character. Oh was. yeah, you said that. Yeah. So many people believe, and uh, um, I, I've seen multiple. One of them said, "It seems as if this is the case," and the other guy says. Obviously, this is the case. Okay, that Robert Pattinson is uh, uh, Cat is her name, the woman. Oh, uh, is Cat's son? Is her son? Okay. Um. Sure. So, okay. If okay, if, okay. If that's the case. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Neil is Cat's son. Yeah. As an adult. Okay. What would that mean? It would uh -huh. mean that. Yeah. In the future. Yeah. Um, the protagonist would recruit Neil to be part of this thing, this organization, this mission. Yes. And then Neil would have had to live his life in reverse for 20 straight years. Oh, right, yeah. To get back there. Because the thing, okay, so for folks who haven't seen it. It's not a zap. It's, it's not, not a, a looper. You can't just pop in and out of time. You can just go in reverse. Yeah. At, in real time. Yeah. So you just have to go backward. Forward or backward. Yes. Um, So the thought of him doing that. Yeah. Uh, this kind of lonely 20-year life in reverse to just get back to this place to do this this mission. Yeah. So the first thing he does in the movie, which you don't realize, mm -hmm. is he saves the protagonist in the opening scene. Okay? Yes. Uh-huh. And in the final scene, he sacrifices himself for the protagonist. And you may have missed that, because I missed it. Wait. In the final scene? When they're in the... Not the final scene, the final sequence. Yeah, so yeah, when yeah. they're in the little bunker and they're getting the thingamajiggies... Uh -huh. Remember, somebody yeah. is standing in front of him and gets shot in the head. There's a body down there. Oh, vaguely. That's Neil. Okay. So after Neil pulls the protagonist and Kickass, whatever his name is, yeah, out of the hole. Okay. 
And oh, he, that was kick-ass. Whoa. It was, right? Oh, my God. I yeah. did not put that together. Yeah. Oh, um, weird. It is weird. He got tough. Weird, He got yeah. really tough after Godzilla or yeah. during Godzilla. <laughs> um, yeah. So then he would have traveled backwards yeah. again to save the protagonist's life only to get well, shot in the face. And so he says something like that at the end when they're parting ways, right? He says, got to go throw a... Co- I forget how he phrases it. Got to go throw a couple more threads of causation in this mission, right? He's still doing the mission like yeah. at the end of the movie. And he's about to die. Well, maybe, but he's also about to save him in the opera house at the beginning of the movie because he yes. has his red thing on so his there are, there are multiple yeah. of him sure it, there he's running all through the movie, yeah, yeah, but if you could so we're talking about this that's yeah. got potential for some interesting emotional threads absolutely of this adult yes who's lived his life yeah to travel back and save this person only yes. to be to to be killed for it and sure. and him to be so likable i feel like nolan's thinking yeah that's the thing i do that uh, we do that this uh, is an emotional thread uh-huh. but when he doesn't provide who? you any of that information no it's no. the the it's the start and stop backwards and forward is so convoluted it's so convoluted that eventually i feel like i could watch the movie three or four times <laughs> in and maybe feel something for those yes, characters exactly yeah um but, but He's entirely I'm, focused on... I'm too busy. He's in, Yes, exactly. He's entirely focused. Okay, so that, that brings up another thing. So I was my religious studies nerd brain kicked in when we were watching this movie, and I was thinking about there are people in the psychology of religion who talk about like the tendencies of people to believe in things like gods and spirits and ghosts and demons and all this type of stuff. And like one of the rules, sort of, of this type of concept is that it has to be what you have... I'm going to go real nerdy. What you, have to, what you would call minimally counterintuitive so in other words you can believe in something or you can at least conceive of something that violates some of your normal intuitions so in other words if i tell you that there is a tree and if you go up to this tree when no one else is around it will talk to you right that violates one of your intuitions trees don't talk this violates that yeah if i give you a concept like that and it violates almost every intuition you have you'll just forget it like you just won't think yeah. about it very much. So sure. if I tell you that it's it's a tree and it talks if no one's around, but also it's invisible and also it is, uh, you know, whatever it is, it grows, yeah, sure. you know, um, you just make up stuff uh, and keep adding it to it. Once it becomes so convoluted and so against your intuitions, you just won't engage with it much. Sure. And so that's that's what this movie felt like it was doing. It was like if you could scale down the number of counterintuitive sort of gimmicky things, yeah. then I would be, you know, I and I think I said this yesterday, but like if you got to that first scene and it was like there are just munitions, there are just like um bullets coming back from the future and they are using this and they're working with people in the present, but they're just sending them yeah. munitions, blah blah blah. That's almost enough for me. Like sure. in terms of weird shit that's going on. Yeah. Make it that and then tell me a story where that's the case. Yeah. But it becomes everything can go in every direction at any point in time. And one of the things beyond, you know, you said I don't have time to worry about figuring this out. Another problem for me with that is it's hard to build stakes if cause and effect don't mean anything. Yeah. Uh, if cause and effect can go right. forward and so, backward, so one of Neil yeah. sacrificing himself doesn't necessarily mean anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
yes, of course, he always sacrifices himself, right? Yeah. It, it almost makes you feel like, or it made me feel like kind of like a, as I was thinking about it, sort of a Dr. Manhattan type of thing. Yeah. Where you just go, I have no connection to this. This is just, this just is what happens. The yeah. end. You know? <laughs> like, yes. I mean, and that's what they yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. My favorite line of dialogue in the movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> was uh the at the 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 one of the very beginning scenes don't try to understand it feel it right <laughs> like it's like oh uh, nolan you're yeah. trying really hard uh-huh. to get us to like yeah um don't ex- worry don't worry about it um yeah. so one one of the things and this started with interstellar but uh-huh. one of the things that he just gets crapped on about yeah is his sound mixes yes okay um, I knew we we're gonna talk about this so as a sound mixer <sighs> yeah i'm gonna be I'm going to be in the uh, the um, uh, the min- minority here. Okay. Where I appreciate what he's trying to do. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I'm curious about this take. So, if I'm going into a theater to watch a movie, uh huh. I went and specifically, I'll, I'll mention one movie that did the the opposite. Okay. Uh, Avengers: Infinity War. Is that the first one? Um, the, the first of the two in, infinity yeah i think infinity so. war and endgame right man that yeah anyway i, I think you're right i think I, we, I went and watched infinity war yes that's that's right and yeah, yeah, yeah. everything was you know there were no really big highs or low lows sure and then i remember sitting in 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 watching this scene where okay spider-man's there uh-huh. and and dr strange is there and right. iron man's there and they're all kind of talking yeah and it's just uh, the, what I could mainly hear is their dialogue, mm-hmm. and it's just voices, people on screen, obviously yeah. in front of a, bl- a green screen. Yeah. Um, in this interesting scene, and they're just talking because that's what's the, I guess that's the most important part, right? Sure. But it's like, okay, he says this, and he says this, and he says this. I'm like, yeah. What is the what? Is, what is the the world in there? What does it sound like? And I'm mm. like leaning in to kind of hear it. Oh, interesting. And you mean just ambient sounds, not like just, score? Yeah, ambient yeah. sounds. I mean, even the score, it's kind of kind of low. Everything yeah. is just kind of until the action scenes, uh, the action sequences. Uh-huh. Yeah, but yeah, what yeah. Nolan does, if they're riding in a boat, that boat is kicking. Right and right, right. When I'm watching it last night, I'm like, "Yeah, that's what that's what it feels like. It would feel like to be yeah. in that boat with the wind and the motor." And sure, um, and yeah. at times, you know, uh, the score is just. I felt like I was in a rock concert. Yeah, yeah. And I'm into it. Uh-huh. Like I'm like, yes, I'm. Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm. A, I'm a, when it comes to mixing, I'm more of a bold personality. I'm like, uh-huh. yeah, turn that way up. Yeah. Um, and. One of the big things that people hated was there were a few scenes where you just couldn't hear the dialogue. Yes. Um, hard, yeah. to, hard to... Hard to hard to parse it out, yeah. I would argue that it wouldn't matter if you heard it or not. Okay, yeah. So, not hearing... So, one, one scene in particular is when Neil is walking through and there's a guy giving him information about what's around him. Okay. And the scores just buried him right. because it's about... Neil just walking around and feeling feeling things out. Sure. And I've seen so many reviews that say we need that information. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, well, with this type of movie, with yeah. the way this movie plays out, do you think the reason you're not getting it yeah. is because you didn't hear that dialogue or sure. exactly what they said on the boat, whether they're wearing the <laughs> yeah. like yeah. No, it's You wouldn't the, get it anyway. No, it's the movie. Yeah. Well, it's uh, the movie. The reason you can't sh- understand. Sure, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I think it's the kind of thing where 
I understand that take, and I think in a different movie, I would be more receptive to that take yeah. because it's like well, Interstellar is the same thing. True, like, there were there were moments yeah. where the score was just the score just over, overblows, but it felt like I was in a it felt like I was in a black hole. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. just organs and like yeah. rattling and subs. It's like yeah, yeah. I, I want to bathe in it. I guess the thing is, it feels like he's one. He's working at cross purposes, like he's working against himself, or he's sure. trying to have it two ways that are mutually exclusive. One yeah. is you don't need this information, and the other is even the tiniest line of exposition is going to make the difference between you understanding how this world works or how it or not understanding that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think you have to sort of pick one of those, like make it make the world more simple so that I kind of at least get what's going on. Yeah. No, and then you can bear and then you can bury dialogue and it's just about feeling and emotion, but if it's if it's this a puzzle is, yeah. and I'm supposed to be solving it, then if you bury dialogue, it, it, it sort of works at it works against that yeah. purpose, I guess, or something like that. Um, I think it's just more his his approach to what what sound can be in a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, yeah, and I'm sympathetic into. to that. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, and and the, the boat point is a good point where it's like that boat would be burying dialogue. Yeah. Like, and granted, it's score as well, but like that boat would be it would be hard to hear there. You know? Yeah. Um, and so it's this sort of environmental experiential kind of thing, yeah. um, which is very cool. But yeah, I mean, like, I don't want to completely shit on this movie. Sure. But it is the kind of thing where it's like, I de- it was a, it's, it's weird to me that this guy, like who I think of sort of pretty highly yeah. in terms of filmmaking, uh, would watch the final of this and go, yep, it's good. It's done. You know what it's I mean? It's not surprising to me. Really? Um, when you become just mm. super important to people, sure, sure. you don't experience things the same way anymore. Yeah, or sure. sometimes you don't. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm sure Nolan's like, this is why people like me. Uh-huh. You know, this is what I do. And, uh-huh. and this is... And technically... Yeah. Technically, I'm sure it could be seen as a masterpiece in the sense of how the puzzle fits together. Maybe. But that's not a movie. Yeah, right, right, right. That's Um, the and that's the whole thing. Like you have to give me maybe your you know, primer is and and that's the that's the best comparison I can make here. But like primer is just that. Like there's a little bit of character stuff in there or whatever, but primer sets itself self up as just we dare you to figure out what's going on. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And you can hear everything that's going on and you hear the dialogue and then people just go on whiteboards and try to work out how all the scenes fit together and stuff. Yeah. And that's fine. Um, I think he feels like he's he can do that. Sure. I feel like he thinks he's Chris Nolan. He can do that. Right, right, right. Um, and I feel like he could do that, but I don't know that this was that. You know what I mean? So that, that leads me to my next sure. point. Yeah. Is that if this were a smaller budget movie that did the exact same thing but had uh, smaller actors and yeah. and uh, maybe not as many like maybe they didn't actually drive a plane into a building <laughs> yeah, right sure sure you know if they made it for like you know forty million dollars yeah yeah I feel like people would have eaten this movie up interesting because of how impressive it it is if you think about it you mean like conceptually yeah or I mean in just what like uh, the <laughs> I, and, and maybe it's just because my brain just doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. I could never have written that movie. Sure. I'm incapable of doing that. Sure. Unless I spend 
yeah you know i don't know hours days months sure. years yeah mapping this thing out to where sure. um and and but at the same time for me watching it like i don't know if it's all like ac- ac- accurate and, and how yeah and how the a team and b team where one team yes. one team starts uh going forward in time yeah. and one team has already experienced the thing and now they're going back yes so they're attacking this other army from two different points in time yeah um I'm sure they've 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 worked it out to where it's like yeah yeah that's how it would work and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah and you would you know if you got shot in reverse and a bullet came from the ground and went through uh-huh. like right you know I don't here's know here's why this happens and here's why that happens yeah. and here's how it works into our but sort if of it, fantastical world but if it, but yeah. if it was a, a a smaller budget sure for yeah. just people looking for an interesting genre movie yes. and it wasn't this like yes. spotlight of a blockbuster movie yep. i think people would have loved it sure and i think i think that i i think that's correct but i think also it would have been a very different approach if that was the case sure you know what i mean so like i feel like the movie itself would have been different and would have played differently yeah if if that was the goal if the goal was to make an interesting puzzle where yeah, or yeah just, there just are characters experimental yeah, yeah experimental, experimental weird yeah exactly uh, but when you try to that's what it is it's an it's it it's, is yeah yeah but when you sell it as james bond but with time well, when, ups well, or when you spend 200 million dollars on it <laughs> exactly. and expect the general audience to be yeah, into it they're just exactly. not going to they're not going to and 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 i am sympathetic to them a little bit and i would say look you know you got to earn your seat at, like you got to earn your supper here yeah um in terms of like i'm willing to go on the weirdest ride you want to take me on but you got to give me something. If yeah. it, it feels like you're hiding things from me, so yeah. like I remember turning to you at the at the third act when all those things are fighting. And I, okay, so here's here's one thing I wanted to draw, um, an analogy I wanted to draw. And this is the silliest analogy ever. But another thing it reminded me of was uh, you didn't watch Arrested Development, right? Um, uh, I did. I didn't watch the Netflix. Okay. Well, stuff. it reminded me of Arrested Development season four, which was the Netflix comeback yeah. season. Okay. And so, and basically, like early on in Arrested Development, um, this will tie in. Early on in Arrested Development, they would make jokes, and like jokes in season one would pay off in season three. Like they were very yeah. planned out and stuff like that. But you also had at the core this sort of hilarious comedy on ensemble with all these characters who were hilarious in different ways and awful and whatever and when they did season four it became all about those sort of in joke mystery connections you know what i mean it was all that and it was like season four was really weak for that reason it was like that's not what made it good like that was cool but that was the that was the cherry on top that wasn't the and it felt like that for this like in the in the third act when i remember i turned to you and i was like who are they fighting like yeah. Who is this entire army and what are they doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, you could you can um, kind of assume that it has something to do with the bad guy. And we p- we pieced that together. Eventually, we're like, oh, look, there's the guy there's that's the always guy. with the, the bad guy. Exactly. But all the other people, who yes. knows? And, and just from a cursory reading of like, I found, a, I think it was GQ or something, had this thing that was like, we're really going to explain Tenet. We're going to get in there and explain how everything works and talk about everything. Um, and I read, I like skimmed it or whatever, but I found myself being like, I don't know that I care that much. Like it's a fictional world. I'm sure it fits together. Well, I'm sure I could figure out what that turning cylindrical thing is where you go backward in time or whatever. But why do I want to figure out what that is? Yeah. You know what I mean? That was sort of my whole question. Yeah. So Um, no, I I agree. And, and you know, the, 
I, I think it kind of starts with the protagonist because yeah, he he he's just he's just yeah he's just all secret agent oh yeah doesn't question anything right doesn't really struggle with any decisions he's making he just goes in and gets the job done right it's the things around him that are a question to us not to him not to him he's just well i gotta get here to get to here yeah and there's no moment where you're like i care for him for x y or z sure and there's also to some extent there's no moment where you fully understand why he's driven to do the things he does. I mean, he's given an assignment by You a, just have you have to make a lot of assumptions. He's given an assignment by Well, he's got to be in the CIA for a reason, but like yeah. but but I wonder why he's Well, and I then wonder how he got that. You know, he wakes like, you know, he wakes up on a boat and a man in a suit says he puts his he laces his fingers together and he says tenet so now go stop World War Three, and it's like it I don't know. It kind of just goes and does it. It just he just goes okay, and then he goes and talks to a scientist somehow. Um, yeah, you know, there's a lot of like, what? Wait, how do we get here? Right? It, it's um, it's as if he like he 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 solved the the puzzle of the uh, the technicality of how this thing would work. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, okay, well, what kind of information do I need for? Yeah plot purposes okay yeah exactly okay here's the outline exactly okay so just take this script and make an out or or take this outline make a script shoot that script yes um without asking any of the i i can't tell you the number of times i take a script and i'm like okay this character's gonna do this here yeah and then just would he do that yeah no this guy wouldn't do that right why because and, yeah and if they would he, do that why would they do that yeah. you know what i mean what's what's driving them to do that like i mean it's very basic stuff that's why i say like it's it's very basic that's why yeah, i say it reminds me of sort story. of yeah. sort of best of the worst style stuff where it's just like well now this character does this and it seems random when you're actually watching the movie but i'm sure that somebody told themselves a story about why this happens at some point but they just didn't communicate that to you yeah through their movie um yeah but yeah and and yeah i i feel like it makes me like the worst part about the movie for me yeah um i i think i'm giving it a little bit more love than you are sure um without having like the movie really yeah sure um but the worst part about the movie for me uh-huh. was oh but what does that mean about his other movies Oh, I see. <laughs> right? Yeah, sure. Sure. Um, yes. Yes, dude. It, what what, yeah. what was accidental? Because exactly. watching Tenet, I see what you what you exactly. uh, prioritize, yep. right? Yep. I think that's true for most filmmakers, which is that, and most artists in general, which is that no one does everything super well. No. You know what I mean? No, He's just true. a person who's yeah. making movies. And so, but it does, it is interesting. It's like, you have those moments with people we've done episodes on, right? Like M Night Shyamalan, yeah. where you have movies later on, and you go, "Oh shit!" Like he what was had, a mistake, and what, what, what was a mistake? What was accidental? Zack Snyder, yeah. where it's like later on, you go, "Oh, he's amazing at visuals, but he's not great at this." And it's weird to have that moment about Nolan yeah. because it's like he's sort of been above that fray, you know? Yeah. He's very sort yeah. of. I don't know, British and yeah, know, whatever yeah. it is. Um, but all that being said, though, yeah. I would also, uh, my counter argument to myself is yeah. it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. David Lynch is my my favorite sure. example of like, 
like that's the, that's why he won't tell you what anything means yeah. because it's like well that changes whatever it whatever it actually means in in the even yeah. if there is a actual meaning in the yeah. plot in my head sure that's going to change what what you took from it yeah exactly or re- yeah, reaffirm yeah, yeah. what you thought mm-hmm. but it doesn't yeah. matter yeah and 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 i think the the thing with nolan in this movie in particular is that it feels like it doesn't feel Lynchian in that sense. It doesn't feel like the meaning of it should be just fully... It's not a piece of abstract art. It feels no. like it's a puzzle that he's intended you to fit together nicely and for you to be impressed by. Yeah. Um, and it's like... That, and that's that, I think that's the problem. Is like That's the problem. Yeah. Y- you see? You see, you what, see I did? what I did? Yeah, exactly. And, and But, I mean, it does just show, like, you can see his strengths, but here you can see his weakness, which is pretty much like... He should direct. He shouldn't write on his own, probably. You know what I mean? Um, probably for not. these big tent pole things. Not that he shouldn't, but like no. But it, I mean, that's the thing is like, yeah. And that's the problem with Hollywood in general is like, uh-huh. this movie. Like, if it were like some small yeah. thing where it's like, you could still criticize it and be impressed by it. Sure, but if it's a general audience movie, mm-hmm. um. Yeah. Uh, dolly baby are you mad some woofing um yeah but uh i don't know i don't i don't know what i'm trying i like I, i'm kind of going against my my instincts of like not everything is for everyone but sure. if you spend 200 million dollars on it but if you're trying to make it for everyone yeah what <laughs> i i just i feel like the age of this type of movie being a 200 million dollar in the theater gonna make tons of money yeah is kind of over sure um and yeah. that's kind of sad but yeah maybe if he had written <laughs> maybe if he had paid more attention to the stuff that maybe it wouldn't be but but that, yeah I, I guess what i'm saying is like these types of movies and decisions mm-hmm. are going to tell mm-hmm. are going to tell the people with the money. power and yeah. money mm-hmm. that oh people don't want that instead right. of saying right. well yeah this was a big miss for nolan so. yeah exactly instead of saying hey maybe nolan's strengths are this this and this and not character development right yeah um because man i mean there are some good ideas in this movie there's some clever metaphysical things it's a clever movie it's a clever movie and like when i you know i just keep going back to that ammunition scene and when that came when that happened i was like oh this is dope falling like there's this big awesome set piece action thing and i remember thinking during that opening sequence like this is why this dude made excellent batman movies it like, feels like that opening joker like, oh, god bank robbery. like yeah it feels so epic and important yeah and it's just woo. and then you get to the the scene with the ammunition and it's like oh man what a cool idea yeah you know what i mean what a cool idea and it's like even that idea i feel like would have been a little bit hard to keep up with metaphysically yeah but then when you make it everything um it just yeah it just breaks down it's just too much and um it breaks the stakes for me just be limited in some way that's not just you have to wear a gas mask like something if you travel if a person travels for more than yeah you know sure whatever it is you know you'll I don't some know, ticking some, clock or something something yeah. that that makes it to where yes. you if if anything is possible then and it's that yeah confusing then it's yeah. like if literally anything and that's one of the things if literally anything is possible there's no way to build stakes yeah like um you have to have a sort of human perspective in order to build stakes um 
Yeah, but and that's yeah. the thing. Like, I I don't want to feel like I have to take notes during a movie. True, and um, this was very much that. Unless it's like a smaller budget challenge of a movie. Sure. Where yeah, you just, yeah. Yeah. You hear about it on Reddit, like. Yeah. Oh, it's so impressive how all the pieces fit together. Sure. There's not a lot of character de- development, right. but that's not what this movie is. Yeah, you know what to expect, yeah. and that's and that's the goal. I think that's one of the things, is like this movie had either too many goals or no goals. Uh, I, yeah. I, I'm not sure what he was trying to do, um, I think. Yeah, So um, let's see. Here's a bit of a, a, a review that I found. Sure. Almost as if he knows his puzzle box is ice cold. Nolan adds the subplot about Cat losing her son, mm. but it's so underdeveloped that yeah. I don't think her kid even has a line of dialogue. Yeah. This is a kid this kid is as much of a device as the inverted bullet. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. I, I feel like, okay, well, if he was not showing the sh- letting the son speak or showing the son's face uh-huh. and just giving him and Robert Pattinson the same haircut basically. Yeah. There's some there's an interesting thing there. Sure. There's something you could do with that that like paid off. Sure. And I feel like maybe he thought it did. I maybe. mean, obviously now he if yeah. he's if he's thinking like everybody everybody's <laughs> stupid, then yeah. like okay, no, Nolan, surely not. First of all, yeah. you, you're doing all the uh, only movies should should only be seen in theaters, That's... even if there's a even if there's a global pandemic killing yeah. people. Yeah. Um. And uh, HBO Max are a bunch of idiots, and uh, they're they're you know just yeah. this pretentious like yeah. like I get it I I I, I want sure I don't want to lose film yeah um, right. I don't want to lose uh, yeah. theaters I don't want to lose any of this stuff of course but at the same time um, people are dying yeah right like, like be realistic if a person dies because they went to see Tenet yeah probably wasn't worth it yeah. <laughs> like, probably hold off and like release it in 2021 so all of these things kind of adding up and building up on top of yeah the uh just the quality and specifics of what tenant was it's like i'm not excited for the next nolan movie sure i'm just not at this point yeah i'm interested to see what happens um but yeah, no, I mean, it definitely was like he had had some that were polarizing. Interstellar was polarizing, um, you know, Inception even a little bit was a little bit polarizing here and there. Yeah. Um, you can tell he's fascinated with time. Like we get it. Yeah. You know, Memento. He's fascinated with. And it's interesting because he's fascinated with time and his brother is sort of fascinated with consciousness. And those two things yes. came together in, uh-huh. in Memento in a beautiful way. Uh, but he's fascinated with time and time travel and time elongation and all this kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'll be curious to see where he goes from here. But uh, this is a good movie to talk about. Um, and I, it's in, it's enjoyable to dig into, but it's just a miss. It's just a big yeah, miss. It so. is. Uh, all that being said, though. Yeah. I'm curious to watch it one more time. Yeah, I get that. I d- understand that. Just want to know. Sure. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's one of those things where it's probably worth, I don't know that it's worth, but it's one of those things where I can understand why someone would want to read a couple of really detailed explainers and then give it another shot Yeah. and see what happens. Um, you know, but it's it's also one of those things where if somebody didn't want to do that, I'd be like, yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> like, who cares? Don't do it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, yeah, it was yeah, it was a pretty movie. Yeah, it was. I like the performances. A lot of cool parts, a lot of cool parts, but if you miss it, you miss it. It's not a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's clever, um, I guess. I guess. Uh, uh, one of my notes said, yeah. if I were to rename the movie, I would rename it 
Oh, that's neat. I think the movie. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's good. That's probably a good place to rate it uh, yeah, yeah, with that alternative right. <laughs> alternative title. Uh, do you uh, want Do you want to rate it, or do you want me yeah, to first? Um, uh, well, uh, one more thing. Yeah, go for it. So, since we're on Nolan's pretentious yeah, side yeah, yeah, of yeah. him being kind of like, yeah, you know, Mister Cinema. Um, <laughs> That side of thinking about Nolan in that headspace, mm-hmm. and then the sound mixes does rub me the wrong way a little bit more. Uh-huh. But from a sound mixer, I appreciate him pushing the boundaries of what you can yeah. do. Sure, like what one thing yeah. he said in an inter- interview is like, like people are fine if you shoot the entire movie on an iPhone as long as every little line of dialogue is you know intelligible yeah. mm-hmm. but as soon as you start playing around with what the sound mix can do they're like this is awful this movie's bad yeah yeah um, and i think that's s- silliness yeah and it's it's a it's a good it's a good question to ask i'm not sure that he's arrived at a at a at a plausible answer because yeah. it's like how much of that audience response is dumb people not being willing to test the boundaries of art and then how much of it is no, they're actually right because they're just trying to engage with your movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, I'm sure it's some of both. Sure. Um, but yeah, no, I understand that. I understand that from that per- from that perspective. Um, yeah. All right, you want to rate Tenant? Yeah, let's rate it. All right, go for it, or I can. Okay. Either way, I'm uh, before a second viewing. Yeah. I- I'm gonna play Mr. Neutral. Okay. I'm gonna rate it five. Okay. Five race cars. Five, five race cars. Okay. Because a uh, race car was the first palindrome that I that's another, learned. That's another palindrome. That's pretty good. <laughs> and they race cars in it. Yeah. There's race cars in there. Yeah. I'm going to give it... I'm going to go harder than that on it, obviously. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it four. I'm going to give it four out of ten it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, four out of ten um, uh, pneumonia or hypothermia caused by fire <laughs> which was also a thing that happens in there right yeah it's like uh i think that was the moment for me where it was like okay we've jumped the shark like yeah everything is backward and entropy is backward so therefore fire equals hypothermia yeah or something uh, from but from, and it's, from a like from a scientific perspective like maybe okay if thing if something moves forward you like if sure. something's compressed, it's cold. If something sure. is expanded, it's hot. Yeah. yeah. So if an explosion yeah. goes in reverse, it's compressed. Sure. But in reality, it uh-huh. would just go away. One would think. Yeah. 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 And I was like that was that was the moment at which as I was thinking about it today, I was like, wait, so was time going in reverse or was it just like when you're inverted, it's opposite day? You yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so yeah. Anyway, anyway, so yeah, so five and four lowest lower ratings that we've done in a while. Yeah, which is kind of fun. It was um, fun. Yeah, I mean, no, no, so far nothing's beat my uh, rating for ASMR. Oh, that's true. What was ASMR? I Would think you, it was a two. Was it a two? Okay. Yeah. yeah fair enough. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. This is Comic Creatives Podcast in person. Uh, or recording together at least live live Live. uh yeah check us out on uh destinationcomics.com rockcandyrecordings.com we're a dual production of those two groups of cool kids so go check that stuff out we should name this episode Um, tenant explained (laughs) we should (laughs) that'd be great and just like uh, thumbnails of us looking shocked you know what i mean (laughs) just ready for youtube maybe one of these (laughs) 
mind blown mind exploding uh yeah all right check that stuff out let us know what you want us to talk about we may do it we may not who knows man uh we, we it may be a couple weeks before we're back it may be next week it might be later this week you don't know stay subscribed it's fine yeah so, uh, so, uh <laughs> sub- subscribe uh don't forget to ring that ring notification that, ring that notification uh throw your phone at the wall every time a new episode shows up I don't know. Click that click that thumbs up button. Click that thumbs up. Click the like. Send it to your mom. Let her know it's cool. She loved Tenet, so bring her yeah, bring her back did. down to earth a little bit. Like yeah. you need to you need to calm her down. Uh yeah. anyway, that's uh that's about it. We will be back. Hey, but hey, new, if you yeah. if, if you really there were yeah. elements of Tenet that were just kind of fun to watch. <laughs> sure. So if you just enjoyed watching people yeah. do things in reverse, that's yeah, cool man. too. That's dope. Whatever you like. You know, yeah. live your life. Don't worry about it. We're critics here. We're cri- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. Uh, I concur. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, shit. For more shows like this one, visit rockcandyrecordings.com. Thank you for listening. DNN.